Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. What is good, everybody? Welcome to a very special Christmas episode of Sacred Icon. Every single year, every single year at this time, we do a little holiday special for y'all. Talking about video games, talking about movies, talking about all things Christmas just for one episode. And, you know, I'm decked out. I'm wearing my holiday sweater. Joshua Hargis, Brian Arvett. Brian, can you see my Darth Vader Ugly Christmas sweaters. I, I think it's beautiful. I, I don't can. think it's ugly. I don't know what they call it. I think, I think you failed the assignment, Josh, because yeah. it's not ugly. I know. I know. Why do they even call it that? Why do they even call it that? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, guys, uh, we are here to have a little fun discussion on uh, some Christmas stuff. Ron, what are we going to be talking about today, my dude? Uh, basically, we're going to just you know kind of go over what our Christmas plans are this year and then talk about like some of our past experiences with video games and Christmas and Maybe touch on movies. I don't know. I know we've talked about movies a lot in the past, but we might have some new stuff to add there. But just kind of, you know, feel up the Christmas season uh, on this last episode before uh, before we all we all have Christmas. And some of you might be listening to this on your drive to Christmas events or, um, you know, leading up to it at work. And uh, we just thought to be a good, just a good way to round out the year. Um, That's always one of my favorite yeah, Josh, bef- head cannons is just to imagine some of the listeners like driving to their family's house right? and listening to this. Yo, like and then like the cool like the wife is in the passenger seat. Like, can't we listen to Christmas music instead of these bozos? Like, no, no, this is a sacred icon special. Yes, um, but no, you know what? I just realized, just I want to I want to mention this before I forget to mention it. But I was trying to think of earlier today, like what's some video games that I got at Christmas time or played during Christmas, and just in the moment, I was thinking, this is going to sound silly, but. A game we used to play every Christmas, my dad included, was Elf Bowling. Yeah. You remember Elf Bowling? I remember that. My dad and we I just had, looked that up like a week ago. We had like a few of them for PC. I know we had one, two, maybe Elf Bowling three. But I know the second one, the elves were on a cruise ship and it was set in the summertime. <laughs> and I remember you had to, it was basically, it was the it was the game Shuffleboard, but instead you were shooting elves down down the cruise ship. Hey, and I remember you pull, you, I remember you pulled the, the elves thong back. <laughs> and like you, yeah. you set the trajectory, and then you let go of their thong, and it shot them down the shuffleboard. But lots of Christmas memories playing the slightly inappropriate elf bowl. I think they made like sexual innuendos and stuff too. They you, might have. I, you, I don't remember shot now, them down, but the, it was fun. I do remember playing yeah. that a lot, even in school. Good times. Yeah. I wonder if you can download it for free still and play on your computer. Yeah, like it's got to be somewhere. It's, Give me that on Xbox with become, like a thousand achievements. Yeah, just just like the elf bundle, yeah. like the elf bowling collection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
That probably did. There probably was a thing. I think it came to DS once, if I remember right. Next year, next DS. year at the press conference, they're like, and I'm pleased to announce available yeah. right now on Game Pass Elf Bowling so Trilogy. Spencer's like, Phil Spencer's like, you thought we were done acquiring. You thought Activision Blizzard was as big as it gets. We'd like to announce that we have acquired the entire catalog of the Elf Bowling series. <laughs> Coming to Game Pass right now. Shadow Drop. He's got like a little Elf Bowling t-shirt underneath his jacket. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Or he comes out just wearing that shirt and people are already questioning like, what's like, up oh, with Elf this? Bowling? What's up with that? That's a deep Man. That's a deep cut. That's a meme right there I mean, for our buddy Chris Murphy. Right there. Somebody in the comments being like, I've always been a PlayStation guy, but now the Elf Bowling's exclusive. i got to get me an Xbox. <laughs> I'll get that Series S. It's on sale. I'll get the Game Pass. I get the whole Elf, Elf Bowling collection. I'll get on Reddit and I'll I'll see one of those posts that's like, "Hey guys, I just bought an Xbox on account of the recent uh, Elf Bowling announcement. What else yeah. is out there? Any recommendations?" <laughs> yeah. And then Josh, you'll be on the next podcast. You'll be heated because it'll be it'll be a Hi Fi Rush moment where like Xbox is propping up. We got Hi Fi Rush, and it'll be like. Man, we first we had Hi-Fi Rush, now we got Elf Bowling 1, 2, 3, and the exclusive 4 that not many people have ever played. Josh would be like, man, Xbox gamers, it's always Hi-Fi Rush and Elf Bowling. Bullshit. Man, this bit's gone on for a long time, Josh. Why don't you open up your little gift? Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, a few weeks ago we had uh, an ad play for our friend Justin's um, company, Scorch Tavern, where he makes like D&D dice boxes custom made with your character and your artwork and stuff like that uh, and he had one especially uh, made for josh and josh hasn't seen it yet but he's going to open it here on the podcast and kind of talk about it it's from our friend justin that scorch tavern josh take it away yeah uh justin has been uh hyping me hyping this thing up for me and i've been getting pretty excited and uh, i think he's talked to you brian about it behind the scenes and uh i have i mean i know it's like a dice tray box i think but uh other than that i don't really know I will give the context, though, is that he asked me for a couple instructions, you know, things uh, to customize it with, to personalize it with. And when I first time I ever played D&D, I had a character named Nicodemus the Famous. He was a half-elven bard. And, um, yeah, I gave Justin that information, so we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, he wanted me uh, to open it on here, and I thought that would be perfect. We've never done an actual, like, gift opening on the podcast. So, yeah, yeah I'll grab this now. I actually picked this up from him yesterday, and I was like... I was like, uh, uh, or he he said to me, he was like, "Do you do you want to open it now?" And I was like, "I can, but do you want me to wait for the show?" And he was like, "Oh, wait for the." And he went back and forth because he, he was so excited to see me open it. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna open this now. This is in a USPS box, which I love. <laughs> I feel like I'm wasting this box, but let's open this right now. Let's see here. So Brian, you've seen this in full. Yeah, so Justin showed me, even though it's for Josh, he showed me like a week or two ago, and I was like, holy crap, that actually looks really cool. Like, you know, when somebody like pays you to advertise something, you know, you're like, oh, well, if even if it's shit, I'm going to pretend that it's cool. But like, he showed me it, and I'm like, well, this is actually cool. Damn. Yeah, like, well, I okay. like the, you could see the cloth right now, dude. I feel like I'm going to have like, yeah. I'm going to open this up, and it's Opie One's lightsaber. <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah, let's open the, it. It's looking see. fancy. Oh, my gosh, dude. Look at this. Ooh. Holy shit, dude. Dude, so that yeah, is it's really it's a wooden cool. dice box, and it's got him on the front. It's got my character on the front. I'll have to send a picture for Brian. You have to, to send the, me a picture. The, yeah, Discord. the Discord. Holy shit, dude! Nico Damus, like the next famous. Level. Oh my gosh, it looks like him because it was basically me, an exaggerated version. So of it's me. got like a really, really detailed <laughs> illustration of Josh's so character, who kind of looks like him, on the front of this wooden D and D box with the title of his character. Now, who's the who who drew the picture? Because like. 
I don't. I don't well, know. he asked me. Who has the talent? He asked for that, me right? um, for a couple like reference photos, and I gave him some that I had like way back that Irwin when I played with Irwin that he had made for my character, and I gave him those. But this looks largely made by Justin, like largely original. But on the back, <laughs> he's got a line from Star Wars that I had for my character that says, "I thought they smelled bad on the outside." But uh, oh. I gotta open this up real quick. It looks very professional. Holy like, cow, seriously. man! Yeah. Let me see how I can. What's the, yeah, what's the inside look Let like? Let me see if I... <laughs> I can't get it open. Okay, I got it open. Oh, what has he got over here? To Joshua, thank you for many wonderful years of friendship. May your roles be mighty. Oh, thank you, Justin. Wow. Oh, man, very, and he's got... That's very It's kind. got a blue interior, let's see. And it's got a little Millennium Falcon in there. Oh, that's cute. That's awesome. That's 3D what is, is the blue like? Is that like a felty feeling thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's so. Cool. Let's see. I think he's got me a little... Oh, my God. That turd. I paid a few bucks for shipping, and I, I was like, no, not a problem. Because he just wanted to get this to me, and I was like, not a problem. Let me do that for all your hard work, and then he just refunded me that. That you turd, uh, Justin. I saw the money fall out, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He gave me a, a note and every big thank you notes, and he's got some stickers in here of a Scorched Tavern. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's so freaking cool. I'm going to have to. I thought that note was like a certificate of authentication or something. I was like, man, he's really going extra. <laughs> That's so freaking cool, man. Yeah, oh I'll definitely gosh. post this in the Discord, so by the time anyone's listening to this, they'll be able to have a reference point for what it looks like. Because it does look really, like, Yeah, I'll take a picture of it after the recording. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah, Very this cool. is so freaking cool. You guys, it, it, I mean, even, whether you're into tabletop or not, I mean, just if you want, to, like, a customized box, I mean, this is just so freaking cool. He's it's like a wooden box with, like, a nice interior. You could store something in it, like, a precious valuable, or, or you know, it could be, like, something for... If it's not for dice, it could be for jewelry, or it could be for, like, uh, you know, knickknacks, gaming knickknacks. Yeah, yeah, no, hell yeah. Oh, my gosh, thank you so much, Justin, if you're listening. I love you, man. This is so So Justin does Now, does Justin run this with his wife? I think so. I think so, and I apologize if I'm uh, uh, incorrect, Justin, but, yeah, this is over at Scorched Tavern on Etsy. Again, Scorched Tavern, guys. Go check that out, and... Oh my gosh, and he's so accommodating too. He was asking me so many questions about how I wanted it customized. I mean, even on my picture that you see of my character, it's got musical notes like around him. Yeah, because I, my really my class was a bard, and it's got all this information. Nicodemus, the most famous bard of them all, his presence makes Nothics cringe and terror. Yeah, so I mean, I keep seeing new stuff on it. So he has so much detail, just insane. But thank you. See, so I wouldn't. Much, even, I have to think really hard of what I would even. Like obviously I don't play D and D, so you have a shoe in, but I'm like, what would I even want on one? You know, yeah. Like on a no, absolutely. I mean, it's just, yeah. but it's fun for anything. I mean, you can, you know, you don't have to use it for dice. For me, I will when I play D and D again. But oh my gosh, yeah. I wish I had some dice on me. I'd roll one right now. But yeah, again, guys, that is Scorched Tavern on Etsy. Thank you so much, Justin, dude. Holy freaking cow, man! This is even better than I could have imagined in my head because I've never had a customized dice box. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. Now, does is Justin playing Baldur's Gate three or no? I didn't even ask him when I saw him yesterday. Wouldn't that it was be so much like hugs right up and his alley too? Talking about Christmas stuff. What's up? You know what they should do? I would think they'd be right up his alley too. No, this is probably like a really dumb gimmick, but wouldn't it have been kind of cool? I'm probably the only person who thinks this is cool, but like since Dun- since so Baldur's cool. Gate three is based on Dungeons and Dragons, and you do dice rolls in the game, they should have sold like a collector's like dice. That you could roll in real life and it and the digitally rolled that in the <laughs> that game. That would be cool. That but I guess be, you could maybe cheat it then, yeah, but probably. I don't know. But it'd but, be uh, it'd be pretty cool, pretty man. Cool. But all right, well, thank yeah. you very much, Justin. You made that extra special for this yeah. Christmas that's the first time we've ever opened a Christmas gift on a Christmas episode. 
you know, yeah. during one of our Very little cool. holiday specials. You know, back in the day, Brian, in my head, I used to refer to these episodes as the Sacred Icon Warthog Run, like the Holiday Warthog Run, oh, back in our okay. Halo era. Now, I thought you were going to say Sacred Icon Holiday Special, like Star well, Wars. Well, now it's that. that. Works too. <laughs> when, yeah. when we kind of got more out of the Halo stuff, now that's in, that's yeah. why I got the themed, you know, Darth Vader uh, Christmas sweater going on. Because that's. Can what you imagine is. how sour your mood would go if I was like, "Well, Josh, I didn't tell you, but today is going to be exclusively Christmas Halo memories <laughs> for the whole podcast." <laughs> And it's just a one-sided conversation with me reacting to all of Brian's stories because I have none yeah. with Halo on Christmas. I remember that one time I drew my Warhog into that Ford stocking map. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> just don't chill like that. But uh, yeah, Josh, why don't you go ahead and take us forward? Um, what is what's so what's your holiday plans? You know, right now as of recording the episode, I don't think we're posting it today. Uh, but the episode we're recording on the 19th of December, so a few days away from the weekend, and then you know, obviously six days away from Christmas itself. What are your plans, Josh? Are your plans just Christmas Day? Are they before and after? What's the whole Christmas plans for you this year? Yeah, so got a couple different things going on. Uh, Saturday, my family and kind of a group of friends basically are having a little, uh, I almost wanted to say Friendsgiving, but uh, a little Christmas get-together. And I'm going to be working, so I'm going to miss that one. But the Sunday, I get off like Sunday morning, so Christmas Eve morning, I'm going home. I'm taking a nap. I'm getting up, and I can go into my mom's to stay the night. Every Christmas Eve, it's been a tradition for like over 10 years now nice. that I go. And I stay the night at my mom's and just feel like a kid again. And uh, I'm there with my younger sister and my mom, and she usually makes us some food. We watch some Christmas stuff. And she lives out in a, in a cabin, so it's nice and chilly out there. And just, Ooh, you know, she's cool. got the, some of the Christmas decorations. Vibes. Yeah, Christmas vibes out there. Very, very fun. And it's about an hour drive, so I mean, it's just me listening to Christmas music and, you know, I get to be the uh, my own concert in the car, which is very fun, especially when last Christmas. Like you comes just picture Josh driving down the road. There'll be parties for hosting marshmallows like for last hosting. Christmas. I gave you my heart, <laughs> and I go hard. Josh is it. like in tears when he pulls up to his mom's house. Like, <laughs> yeah, were you crying? Like, like, I was singing last Christmas. Yeah, I didn't just sing it; I lived it. But I lived uh, it. after that, you know, Christmas morning, coming back out here to the house. Well, no, I'm meeting out uh, with my sister, my older sister, and we're all kind of linking up. Coming back out here to my dad's and doing gifts, doing some food and all that type of stuff. And then I told him, I said, you know, I said every year what we usually do is, you know, a little while after the gifts have been opened, we tend to go and kind of go our separate ways. You know, I stay here at the house since I live with dad and then the girls kind of go back to their houses. And I was like, why don't we do it a little different? It'd be nice to just kind of carry it, you know, forward and everything and keep it going. So we're going to go to my sister's house. Probably take a nap. <laughs> I'm sure some of us will. My, my youngest sister was like, I'm not taking a nap. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then we'll, we're going to get up and have Christmas dinner and stuff. I'm going to make some some good old Hargis chili, uh, which I don't know if I told you before, Brian, but I made my own chili recently, and uh, it was pretty popping. It was pretty popping. Better than what? I believe it. Like you, Go ahead. I, The year I met this guy, when we worked together at the grocery store, he religiously left the grocery store with chili cheese dip every day to the point where I started saying that he had chili cheese on on tap on his vein. Like he just tap his veins and chili cheese would squirt out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I, anything I, – I think you're a chili connoisseur. I, I do would love chili, it. man. I do fancy it quite a bit. But yeah, yeah. So we're going to go over there, have some Christmas dinner, probably throw on Christmas music or watch Can we call Christmas this episode movie. Chili Connoisseur? Yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah. a better title. But uh, I've been watching title, so many Christmas movies uh, up until now. And my Christmas pretty much begins uh, November 1st. 
And just recently we have like an adjacent, um, we have a tree, our tree up in the window and just kind of adjacent across the street. We have, uh, another family who put up their tree, but they got some different lights and it looks really cool. And the other night my dad texts me and he says, uh, when I'm heading out for work, he's like, you know, he's like, you might want to look at that window over there. He's like, we got a little rivalry going on. I'm like, what? And then I look <laughs> and then I see their lights and I text them back and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, yeah, they look pretty cool. And I'm like, yeah, we could probably step it up with some lights Dad. we could do. That. So I got to go get some lights here in a couple of days. Nice. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so much fun because we've done, you know, I mean, putting up the tree, listening to Christmas music, putting on the tinsel. I'm a big tinsel guy. I always want tinsel, you know, and, uh, I know a lot of trees don't have that, but I just remember seeing that in a Christmas story when I was little and, uh. Yeah, I don't know. Just Christmas up the ante. I went out so many days uh, buying Christmas gifts this year and buying decorations and um, getting so much started, whereas before I used to be pretty lax. But this is the most like Clark Griswold slash Buddy the Elf Christmas I think I've had because of my mood. I love it. I always think of you and my dad as kindred spirits when it comes to Christmas because you're both like big kids Mm -hmm. that just like November 1st, we're talking about halfway through October kind of interview with you guys and like, and, and, you know, like, uh, I know, I, I know my dad likes some of the stuff you put on Facebook Christmas related and like, we're always, this is how my dad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's just a big kid and just like a softy at Christmas. I feel like, I feel like you guys are very much exactly the same. And it's like, of course I'm not, I'm not bah humbug in any way. Like I love Christmas. I'm about Christmas, but like, I know you and my dad are very much like, I don't know. It's just like, all right, PJs and hot cocoa <laughs> yeah. on, on literally like the first second of November first. Um, so, oh yeah, my gosh, cool, dude! I, yeah. Well, I appreciate that a lot, and, and I mean to even go one step further, I've I've definitely noticed the distinction between hot chocolate with milk versus hot chocolate with water this year. Oh, milk you know, is so much better. so Holy much shit. better, bro! Just so much better. Let, As a kid, your parents usually give you the water version. That's what I feel like. Well, that's what I got. I got these like Starbucks K cups because I thought they would be better and i'm like having them with water and i'm like ah, it just doesn't nope. hit like the nestle one ain't I got it. in the packs but anyway yeah. uh that's enough about me i am so excited though counting down the days just wanting to get through this work week and get to see the family and everyone open gifts but uh what about you man what are your guys's plans um i feel like mine will be really busy like i say more busy than yours but i, I mean that in more of a uh burdenful way than I do like a haha mine's more busy not not it's not like an it's not like a pro necessarily but um so Thursday when I get off work I am we're driving to my parents house which is four hours away and we're hanging out at my parents house staying there um Thursday Friday Saturday into Sunday Mm. we're actually having Christmas with my parents and my brother and and sister-in-law uh, Saturday. We're going to have Christmas Saturday. So we're getting there Thursday, hanging out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, but actually having Christmas Saturday. Thursday, I'm excited. Like, no, this will sound probably unappetizing to like everyone on the podcast. It, it even sounds unappetizing to my wife. Um, Thursday, my mom asked me what I, she want, I wanted her to make for dinner um, because I never have her cooking anymore. And I wanted her to make what's, I think you know what this is, Josh, because you're from, you know, Illinois, Iowa, like, like me. Uh, I wanted her to make made rice. Oh, you know what made rice are, yeah. right? Yeah, I'd like most people don't that's know what Midwest, made rice are. Yeah, that's a Midwest yeah. treat, a delicacy. Um, Eric, Erica doesn't really jive with it. She, she thinks they're okay, but I love made rice, and obviously no one makes them here. So I told my mom like make made rice, um, and made rice basically for those of you who don't know, it's it's basically like ham like, like having like a hamburger, except there's like some flavoring to the hamburger, and it and the hamburger is like it's like broken up. 
So it's, it's like just chopped it's up almost, hamburger meat, pretty much. It's like chopped up hamburger instead of like a full patty. Um, and then you usually just have like mustard and and maybe some cheese or no cheese. Like you don't do the full. I don't know. I'm making it not sound good, but it tastes different <laughs> than a burger, and it definitely tastes good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, but so Thursday we're gonna have made rights. Um, Friday I think my mom's making sandwiches and and chili or soup, and then Saturday will be traditional. Wake up early, get gifts, mm-hmm. you know, have um, turkey and ham and all that traditional kind of Christmas type Thanksgiving type food sure, on Saturday. Sure. Um, and it'll be more exciting because my daughter is a year, almost a year and a half old. So like last year, she was three months, which basically means you lay in our arms and we put your hand on top of a present and it really means nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but now she's almost a year and a half. So she can walk over to the gift. She can rip it open. She can, you know, get excited, whether it's for the actual gift or for the wrapping paper or for the cardboard box. That'll be fun. I know like my parents are most excited to see River's reaction. I'm most, <laughs> me and Erica's most excited. It's not as much fun, you know, for adults as it is for the kids. So we'll have a, finally have a kid there. That'll be fun. I'll sure. be excited for my daughter. Um, and then <clears throat> we're going to get up super early Sunday morning, drive back home. Then we're having Christmas with my wife's side of the family um, Sunday morning. And then Sunday night, we're going to Christmas Eve church. And then Christmas morning, so Monday, we're getting up and we're actually having – so um, Erica's friend Lydia doesn't really have anywhere to have Christmas with with anybody, so – Lydia's coming over, and we're having Christmas at our house, just me, Erica, River, and Lydia, um, and opening er, opening River's presents from us um, here under the Christmas tree at our house, and then Lydia's hanging out with us, and then we're having like breakfast and homemade pizza here and having another Christmas at our house, just kind of, I mean, initially it was just going to be you know me, River, and Erica, but now we're also inviting Lydia, and then we're going to church uh, Christmas morning, and it'll just be like chilling in the house. Um, just having a nice cozy. That's more Christmas the unwind here. event, right? After yeah, the unwind Christmas, driving, uh, and then because then I, I got to work Tuesday, so I mean, and I work at two thirty in the morning, so I'll have to go to bed <laughs> early on Christmas night. Um, but I mean, really, for me, like most of Christmas is happening before Christmas Day, so like like you said, Christmas Day is the unwind. Um, so I'm, I'm okay with it, but yeah, it'll be it'll be good. I'll, I'll just be it'll be a lot of like. I mean, think about it. We got to go, we got to drive, be with my parents, drive back, be with her parents. Then we got to go to church twice, be with, you know, Lydia's coming over, all that. So it's going to be a lot. It'll be very busy. But um, then the following weekend, I have a three day weekend for New Year's. So it'll be, it'll be fine. But okay. I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Mostly the food. I, I think it sounds like, a, I think it sounds like a old white dad yeah. thing to say. But the truth is, I care about. Well, I mean, I care about family more than food. But like, I care about the food more than the gifts. And I'm not kidding. Like, I, if it was like receive no gifts and get good food, or get gifts and eat no food, I would choose get no gifts. Like, I care about the food. I legitimately care about the food more. Um, so I'm excited for it. But yeah, well, the food's always much, great. Uh, Warm oh, food, food around man. the people you love, man. There's just nothing like it. Nothing like yeah. It. Best time of the year, man. So it, I'm glad we can. I'm glad we can make it work because uh, it gets it's way harder to make it work when not only do you have, you know, I have my in-laws, Creighton has his in-laws, and then we got to meet with my parents. We all want to meet at the same time, you know, and we're already not seeing our grandparents and aunt and uncles. Bro, that so. vacation you guys all took out here where I got to see you like yeah. earlier in August or whenever it was. Yeah. No, that was like June or July. But uh, yeah, boy, that was like an Avengers crossover event. 
It, it was. It was a some. You have to orchestrate that because we're talking about lots of people living in different places. All being, I mean, think got my brother and his wife from Alabama. You have me and Erica from West Virginia. You have my parents from Tennessee. Then you and they all coming to Iowa, and then some of my grandparents were like an hour and a half away from where you are, so they also had to come down. So it was yeah, huge deal, huge deal. But um, yeah, anyways, Josh, um, we're gonna keep this episode short and sweet, guys. We just want to give you something um, for Christmas. Uh, we'll probably be about about an hour long episode. Uh, we got a couple voice clips from you guys, but Josh, I kind of wanted to go into. I'll, I'll set us up by sharing one of mine first, but um, uh, talking about video games and Christmas. Now, this can either be a video game you received for Christmas, a video game you gave for Christmas, or it could just be a game that you typically play during the Christmas year, or maybe one year you cracked out some random game at Christmas and it gave you these great vibes. I don't know, but I start with me. The earliest gift I can remember that was video game related was, and I I don't know my age, but I would have to guess I was five or six. Um, Our first family console. Now, I've told you guys before, we had an Atari Jaguar in our house. That was technically the first game console I ever played was an Atari Jaguar. But what that was, I don't know if I told this, I think I did tell the story, but my dad did one of those where you call into a radio station, you're the 13th car, Paul, you've won. That was my dad. He called into a radio station. He was the 13th caller or whatever. And he won an Atari Jaguar console with a couple games and controllers. Um, and I, I learned much later in life that the reason he probably won that was because the Atari Jaguar was a huge failure, and they were probably trying to get rid of the console. So still that's took the radio work, station. So yeah, the radio effort. station had it. So yeah. yeah. So anyways, that was our first console technically, but the actual first console that we purposely acquired and got, and the one that felt like real gaming as kids. Because um, I played, I played a few games in the Jaguar, but I wasn't really a gamer. It was just kind of like whatever. Um, was for Christmas of probably ninety. Let's see, if I was five or six, that would have been probably ninety-seven or ninety-eight. I guess it could have been ninety-nine, but I'm gonna go ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Was an original PlayStation One. It was nice. the gray, the gray rectangle. Yeah, uh, PS1. the best one. No, no, uh, no analogs on the controller. The DualShock, at least for this edition of the PS1, hadn't been invented yet. Like maybe they came out with the. The Dual Shocks at that point already, but the edition we got was the original. That was my first um, edition too. Yeah, without the analog, so we got that. And my parents bought. I guess Noah. I don't think Noah would have been alive. My youngest brother, he's six years younger than me, mm-hmm. and I was saying that I was around six at this time. So he either wasn't alive, or he was such an infant that it didn't matter for what if he got any Christmas gifts related to gaming. He was traveling um, with so, a baby Grinch on them storks. You know what I'm saying? He was on his yeah, way. yeah, coming down the umbrella. Yeah. And then he, like, ate a plate with his bare teeth. You know, like the Whoville grinch. loves him. Um, I can't believe that movie is a, is a, is a critical bomb, dude. People, because that movie is such, that so movie, good. Dude. That is a classic, yeah. dude. The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Oh and I, and I, I know this is heresy to say, but I like it better than the cartoon. I love the I cartoon. I do, do. I don't watch the cartoon yeah. as much. I, I mean, I, I, I'm like, the cartoon doesn't cover, like, the Grinch's history and his past. <laughs> yeah, and how he lived on a snowflake. The song is know? pretty good by Boris Karloff. But, like, that movie and the set design of Whoville... Wow. Yeah. Wow. Plus, there's no point in the cartoon where they go, Hubilation, 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 huh. <laughs> but boy, you know? it'll, it'll uh, but anyways, give you some Christmas tears, man. I love them Christmas yeah, tears. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but our, our first, so the first memory I remember, I remember having was getting that PlayStation 1 original gray, and then my parents bought me a game and Creighton a game, because Noah, like I said, he was too young to get anything. Um, so I got Hercules, the Disney PlayStation 1 uh, you know, movie adaptation game. Now, for those of you thinking like, oh, you got you got a shit game when you were a kid. No, no, no. 
Disney used to make like good licensed games in the PS1 era. Like all of those straight fire. Disney, or I'm sorry, um, Hercules. Uh, let's see, there was Emperor's New Groove. Like, there was like Little Mermaid. There was Tarzan. Uh, maybe Aladdin. Lots of good ones. Um, and then Creighton, you got to understand. So if I was like six or seven, Creighton was like four or five. He got Bob the Builder for PlayStation 1. You know, that, that hit game, Bob the Builder. That's very um, awesome. But I didn't I remember realize I was Bob up the Builder was out back then. Yeah, yeah, the Creighton was big on Bob the Builder because I remember we used to used to we used to have to tell man I can't remember if it was, I think it was Noah Creighton would kill me if I got this wrong because I don't it had to have been Noah but like I remember we had Noah had Bob the Builder underwear yeah and he would always get it wrong so we're like you know how like I'm not trying to get graphic with you guys here but like you know how on underwear uh, for 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 boys there's like a little opening slot on the front yeah. that's so you can stick your stick your pee pee out pee pee <laughs> right well. What happened would be Noah would get it wrong, yeah, and Noah would put his underwear on backwards, so the the hole ended up being like a whale's blowhole for like a fart. You know what I mean? Like, like Noah, the, the hole is supposed to be on the front for the pee pee. So what we ended up teaching him was because he had Bob the Builder underwear. <laughs> the, there was the character Bob, and there was another character in the show called Lofty. So we tell Noah. This is how you put on your underwear. Bob goes on your wiener, Lofty goes on your butt. And that's how he was able to put his underwear on right. Bob on my wiener, Lofty on my oh butt. Oh, my yeah. gosh. But anyways, that's enough of Noah and his underwear. Creighton got Bob the Builder. So Bob the Builder was a pretty <laughs> shit game. Um, but yeah. but Hercules for PS1 was still a great game. I could still play that game today. Uh, I do remember like playing the heck out of that game and like getting good enough to beat it. And I'm actually surprised like how resilient I was. Like, kids are resilient playing video games because I play Hercules 1 now. It's pretty easy to die. Like I would have to die and restart before I could get to the end of that game. But mm. back then, like I think we had a memory card, but I almost want to say, I don't know, maybe we didn't get a memory card at Christmas because I remember they gave you passwords every time you beat a level. So like, if you want to return to that level, you put in the password. Oh, and I used to cool. write it down on a piece of paper and stuff. But Hercules was a great game, PS1. Uh, great system, one of the best PlayStations. Um, yeah, that was a great Christmas. That was our first uh, that Christmas. And then I remember, just to kind of shoot forward a little bit, I remember, fast forward a couple years, Creighton ended up shoving popcorn kernels into the PlayStation 1 console. Like, he shoved them down by where, like, the lens was, where it reads the disc. Yeah. And Creighton ruined the, the PlayStation 1 console. Um, <laughs> so for a few months, we didn't have a PS1 because Creighton had ruined it. And uh, for Christmas that year, this would have been a couple years after that, my parents, we opened the gift and it was the PS1, the PS1 Mini mm-hmm. that was like white and more, like, and more angular and had the DualShock controller. And I remember us opening it. And this is what's so crazy. This will show you, the, this will show you how young I was and how different um, my obsession was with gaming then compared to now. When we opened the PS1 Mini, me and my brother went, oh, PS2, because the PS2 was out. Oh, no. And my parents are like, no, 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 this isn't a PS2. This is a, this is still a PS1. This is the new PS1. It plays your PS1 games. And me and my brother were like, oh, cool. We didn't care at all. Oh, I bet they breathed a heavy sigh of relief. <laughs> yeah, like, and I'm shocked. Like, I'm shocked because you would think that, like, we would at least have been aware enough to be like, oh, man, this is sad. It's not a PS2. We didn't give a shit. It was just like, oh, sweet. We got a video game it's system new. that works again. Yeah. yeah, so we got the wow. PS1 <laughs> Mini. You and we still had all of our games. Almost, <laughs> yeah, I bet they were like, oh, oh shit. Man. You know, I didn't, yeah. you know, they didn't think about us thinking it was a PS2. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we got a PS1 Mini, and we'd already had like a collection of games from the console that had broken. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we just hooked that up, and it was cool because it was like, wow, this console, like the, the PS1 was gray, the PS1 mini was white, and it had analog sticks, and it was smaller, and we just played our games on we were We were perfectly happy with it, but... Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of my first memory of, of getting a getting a PlayStation One with Hercules for Christmas. Josh, over to you. What's your first or one of your video game related Christmas memories? Yeah, dude, that's an awesome story though. Did you tell Creighton like when you guys got that the mini one that you were like no kernels this time? <laughs> I know. Like I just picture like what I remember of my childhood. Like I would think that I would have been like, okay, little bitch, leave them popcorn <laughs> kernels out of this PlayStation One. I don't remember though. Like I don't remember if I gave him shit over it or. And I know that he was young enough that I, I doubt Creighton remembers putting the kernels in there. But yeah, every time he broke it. Every time, guys, that Brian tells me this third-person story of him interacting with somebody else and he meant he does, okay, little bitch. <laughs> Whether it's him, like especially if it's him or Creighton where they're doing it back and forth or something, there's that shot in Batman vs. Superman where it's like the side shot of both of them going up to one another face-to-face. Mm. And that's exactly yeah. what I picture you doing to whomever you're talking to in that context. Every single Dude, you know time. what sucks? Okay, like, and I, you're right there. And I know Bro, you're right there. <laughs> I know that it's all part of childhood, and like me and my brother Creighton have a really strong relationship now. He's like a best friend to me. Anybody who's met me and Creighton together knows that. But I was a bully to him. Like I was a bu- when we were little, he wasn't cool because he was my little brother. When I had friends over, I'd be like. That's my stupid brother. I don't want him around us. I don't want him in my room. I don't want him playing with us. He's he's not cool. You know, so eventually we, you know, but I remember like like to to give you guys an example, uh, and Creighton would be like Creighton would be mean to me too, but it would be more in a conniving way because I'm the older, more tougher, like just cuz I'm older, not cuz I'm like some super tough guy. Yeah, I know what you mean. But like the tougher brother, older brother, um so like I'll give you guys an example of, like what we used to do to each other. So like this is how awful I was. I remember one time my parents left the house with me in charge. So, like, I was probably 11 or 12. And the second my parents left the, the house, I turned around to Creighton and I said, get on your bed right now. You're not leaving it the whole time they're gone. Aww. And he was just like, I don't want to. And I was like, do it or I'll hurt, I'll hurt, I'll hit you. Aww. And that's what I did. I just made him stay on the bed and I would, like, <laughs> right. I would stand there on the edge of the bed Making sure he didn't get off because if he did, I was going to hit him. Aww. And he'd just be stuck on the bed the whole time. Like, I was awful. Like, that was just big brother being mean type mm-hmm. stuff, right? Um, so that's the kind of stuff I would do. Like, big, big kind of oberish, BBB. mean stuff, right? But this is what Creighton would do. I'll give you two. I'd be playing, like, Halo 2 on the Xbox. Or Xbox original. I'm playing Halo 2, having a great time. Creighton would come in my room, press the power button on the console, and run full screen. <laughs> <on the console. laughs> I knew that's what you were going with it. And since he knew, <laughs> since he knew what he was going to do, and he was prepared to run full speed, he'd always make it to my parents before I could make it to him to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so he'd be like, "Mom, mom, no! Brian's trying to hurt me, no!" And I'd get down there, and I'd be like trying to hit him, and my parents would be like stopping me and like put me in my place. Yeah, and I'd be like, and they'd be like, "What do you do this so bad?" And I'm like, and I'd be like, "He turned the game off on me right in the middle of playing, and I didn't get to save it or anything." And my dad would be like. Well, this just gives you a good opportunity to, to get better at it and play it again. I'm oh man, I'd be so I'd be fuming because my brother would be standing behind my brother's legs or my my dad's legs, and he'd have this little troll smirk like, "You can't get me, Dad." Oh my god, I saw you like PTSD oh. flashback there for a second. Oh, dude. I wanted to murder him because he's just laughing at me, and he's got my dad to protect him. I just, and like, I get it from a parent's perspective. You're like. 
these are video games. These are children. This is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Just go back to your room, play the game, Brian. But like, I was in the. I, I could have been at the end. I could have just boarded the Scarab, Dad. Do you understand that I have to redo Metropolis on Halo Two? I could have been playing a heroic or. Legendary. I can hear like Creighton running off after he hit that power button, just like Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh exactly, dude. He was three steps down the stairs before I could leave my room. Like, you rat He's just bastard. tooting all the way down. Oh, yeah. bro, that's so. And funny. then I remember too. I remember too. One time he came up the stairs because, like, here's the thing: like, I was the bully, but like, I was I, I hadn't gone through puberty and I was getting really chunky because you know, like, some kids they get real chunky before they, they get real chunky. <laughs> they get real chunky. So I had, like, I was, I was, I was like, I had like fat cheeks. I had like like man boobies, and I was like 12, and I, you know, my brother was skinny because he was like seven, and I remember him. I was playing Diablo on my computer. And he came home from a soccer game, and he runs up the stairs, you know, little 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 skinny Creighton out there playing sports while I'm sitting on my fat ass playing Diablo. <laughs> Creighton runs up the stairs, and he goes, what'd you do all day, fatty? And then just runs onto his room. And I'm just sitting there, sulking in my blob of fat, thinking to myself, I am a pathetic fat piece of shit, ain't I? Like, my little brother just making me feel like trash. <laughs> what did he say to you again? He's like, he just, he just runs upstairs in his soccer cleats with his little soccer jersey. He's like, what'd you do all day, fat? He just runs in his room. And I'm just like, you know I am fat. He's got a great point. I'm a piece of shit. That's, what, my, poor, that's what it was poor like. Poor little Brian sitting there looking down at his punch. <laughs> yep. I'm like, damn, I can't see my toes. Oh, man. And see, that's that's what it was like for me and Creighton. Like, me, I'm like... Stay on the bed. You can't leave. I'm gonna beat the. Sh- I'm gonna beat you up. I'm gonna knock you down to the floor. And then Creighton was like, "I'm gonna turn off your power. I'm gonna turn off the power. You're playing Halo. I'm gonna call you a fat piece of shit when I know you're emotionally uh, 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 vulnerable." <laughs> He's you know, got to so. hit you with the drive-bys. Oh, but man. now we're you know we're the best of buds. But anyways, Josh, you know what? Since I ran that so long, why don't you give us one good big hearty story? Mm-hmm. About Christmas yourself, and then we'll go into them voice clips. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's. Did you know it's? It, we honestly just need an episode where it's just you recounting stories, like campfire stories, and uh, it's just me <laughs> reacting to them. Tony would eat that up. It's Tony especially. I'll give you. Up. I'll give you a little teaser for a future episode. My grandpa being naked in the church van when he's supposed to have clothes on. That's a good one. I might already. Tell They're gonna want that remember. story. We're gonna need that. Yeah. You're gonna have well, to deliver in the future. On that. In the future. That's a, that's a way to kick off the next one. <laughs> I don't even know that one, bro. Grand. Grandpa, why are you naked in the church van? <laughs> <laughs> birthday suit. Birthday suit. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, so <laughs> that, is all, that is hilarious. What <laughs> with Creighton running up to you? Oh, my God, with the insult, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, just church. He's got soccer cleats and a soccer jersey. He's, he's like, out there. Just picture Creighton, like, I, I'm over-exaggerating here to prove a point. Picture Creighton, like, MVP on ESPN, running the plays, soccer, you know, he's the prodigal son. My parents are proud of him. He's out there playing soccer. I've got like a level 85 barbarian on freaking Diablo at the computer. He runs up the stairs after playing a game. Mm. Skinny, you know, proud son. You know, he runs right by me. He's like, what you do all day, fatty? I'm there with some <laughs> grease on my la- my freaking lips because you know I put- made a taquito in the freaking <laughs> running Diablo I runs. Detail. Oh, I love the detail here. If this was a book on your life, that would be an asterisk right at the bottom. You know, like a little extra detail, the taquito sauce. The title of my book would be like, what did you do all day, fatty? That's the title (laughs) of my book. Can that be the title of this podcast, Josh? That's fine, man. 
That's fine. what did you I do? Don't, want, did you, you have name an idea? It whatever you want, buddy. I want to know. Did you have an idea beforehand? No, just ex- anything okay. Christmas related. But if you want to go with that, okay, I that's have not no Christmas, issues, man. I have no- maybe maybe fatty Christmas. I don't just, know. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, yeah, right, I'll Josh, tell. Let's let's hear your story. I'll tell though. two stories, and one I've I've kind okay. of uh, I've told before a couple times that I'll try to skim through. <clears throat> but, Take your time. Well, I appreciate it. But uh, one year. Um, this is like 2001. The Dreamcast is on this on its way out, but I want a Dreamcast really, really bad. It's my oh, favorite console of all time. And it's a badass <clears throat> console. Thank you. And uh, I went with my mom one day because I was home from school, and and she was, you know, bless her heart, she was kind of painted in a corner with this, where I had to go with her for her to get it because you know I was just out riding with her. We were running errands and stuff. I might have had a doctor's appointment or something, but I'm out with her, and she tells me she's like, you know, she's like, all right, you know, I'm gonna. This is going to be your Christmas gift, but you can't have it until Christmas. And I'm like, at this point, I'm elated because, holy kid, holy shit, uh, <laughs> I'm getting a Dreamcast, oh my god! You know, and it was the 2K Sports Edition, so it was all black and everything. It just looked so cool at the time. And it came, it was going to come with um, NBA 2K1, I think, and, and NFL 2K1. So I was ecstatic, man. That's what I wanted the most. Sports games were still like my dominant uh, video game experience. That was my... That was what I was playing video games for. The the rest of the stuff, you know, that was just in addition. Cherry on top. But uh, she goes in, and I guess there was an issue. I think they had sold out of the 2K Sports bundles. So she got me a normal one. I was fine with it. You know, I was just happy to have Just like you with the, the PS1 Mini, I was just happy that I was getting a Dreamcast. And, you know, it went on the rest of the day. And, you know, and suddenly I go from being like a little Bart Simpson to like, Mom, do you need help carrying the groceries in? <laughs> so I was all goody too. Basically, I love you, so you much, go Mama. from like... You go from like a little butt who like doesn't get his way to like, Mama, I'll wipe your ass for yeah, you. I help you. you. I'll help you. <laughs> you know, like, no, I, 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 I'll help you fold the clothes. I'll help you do uh, yeah. dishes. You know, I was just, I was there. I was at that point, but I was so elated and so happy. But then it gets to Christmas Day. We're going through all the gifts. We're opening them. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm like, we're, everything I'm opening up, I'm like, yeah, this is in addition to a Dreamcast, man. I'm, I'll, you know, I'll, and I'm sitting there thinking what I'm going to do with it and everything. I'm like, oh, this all, it all builds up to this. And then I get to the last box and I open it up and it's a chess set. And I'm like, huh? And I'm like, lost. I'm like, what? A, a chess? And I'm like, well, the Dreamcast is inside. She's just trying to pull a little Trixie on me. You know, a little, oops, gotcha. And I open it up and I'm like, oh, this. Well, there's chess in there. And I'm like at this point where I'm like 75% on the verge of tears, but the other like remaining percentage of me is like trying to pretend, oh, 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 chess. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, like when you get socks when you're young and it's like, what? So (laughs) my mom in the future tells me she sees this, you know, she notices this, but she had planned for my sister and I at the time, my older sister, my younger sister hadn't been born yet. But uh, she had planned, like, one extra gift, one final gift. Almost like the Red Rider BB gun in a Christmas story where it's just hiding behind, you know, this one thing. She's like, I think there's another gift back there. And suddenly I'm like, <sighs> you know, like, I can feel like that, that my lungs swelling and everything. And there's hope renewing in me. It's almost like a energy bar and, like, an 8-bit video game going up. And I'm, yeah. and, uh, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like... This has got to be it. And the box looked, you know, the right size and everything. I opened it up, and it was! And it was a Sega Dreamcast, and I was freaking excited, See, and I had those games. Doesn't that make the experience so oh, much better? Gosh. But it's also kind of cruel what she did do. Like, <laughs> a lot of parents do this. Well, yeah. I thought it was, you know, in hindsight, I thought it was such a sweet idea. Because for her, it was like, here I was out of school that day, 
and it was obvious what I was getting. And that's the big gift. And she's spending so much money working so hard to save up money to get that thing for me. And it's kind of spoiled already for me. So how can she remix this and make it fun still and exciting and memorable? And here I am talking about it, and I've talked about it like every single year. So I don't blame her for doing that. I don't blame her, and I had it coming. So, but that was like your dream. When you tell your Dreamcast Christmas story, Mm -hmm. that's like me. Like it's that's that's like my Halo Two birthday story where I get the Xbox and Halo Two, the one I tell all the time. Mm -hmm. Like that for me, that's your story of that because I didn't get. I never owned a Dreamcast, and I never got that experience with the Dreamcast. And the Dreamcast to me always seemed like such a freaking badass console. To me, it's like if like if like a baby dinosaur is the Xbox. The egg was the dream. Absolutely, cast. absolutely, dude. It was a, uh, it was the prototype. But uh, yeah, I, you know, I remember I didn't have a memory card that year, so I was playing both those sports titles without it. The next day, we would go out for Christmas sales, and we would, I would get a bunch of them and stuff like that. But it was like another year. I remember getting SSX Tricky. I think it was Legends of Wrestling, and like one other game. And I remember going upstairs after the gifts and all that stuff is done. I got all my stuff I've taken up there, and I'm booting up SSX Tricky, and it's a snowboarding game. So it felt Christmassy. And some of you guys will know what I'm talking about when I say, like, that Christmas sunshine, or that, I should say, that snowy sunshine just hits different. Like, you know, you've talked about before, Brian, how you like to kind of play in the darkness, have all the lights, the blinds, and everything kind of closed off so you can just get that real intimate experience. I've always liked having the sunshine in, as long as there's not a glare. But when it's like Christmas sun, you got the Christmas on the ground, the sun's reflecting off of it. It shines brighter. It looks different. Christmas sun hits different. It hits differently, man. And I, I just have so many memories of playing games on Christmas Day, having that sunshine in, and just feeling like so happy. But uh, the other story I was going to tell was I may have told this one, I may not have. This one was 2017. And um, I'm over at my mom's and. I remember at the time, I was wanting a PlayStation 4. And that's what I ended up getting, but I'll, I'm going to tell the context of how I got it. And uh, I didn't really didn't think I was going to get it. And I had uh, an ex-girlfriend at the time, then-girlfriend at the time. <clears throat> and I had gotten her an Xbox. So she was having Christmas with the family and everything like that. So I had no idea I was getting a PlayStation. I just thought, I'm going to get this Xbox for her. We're going to play some co-op stuff and whatnot. So this will be cool. And... I remember it gets to the last gift and I'm opening it up and it's like a Dreamcast 2.0 moment for me. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, oh, and kind of emotional because I'm like, this is what it was. This is the same thing I felt when I was a kid. Getting a video game yeah. console on Christmas is just thrilling. I mean, you, you remember the Nintendo 64 yep. and all the stories you just told about getting the PlayStations and, and, and now this. I mean. Something about getting a video game console was it was a Pandora's box moment. It wasn't just a game, you know. It's not. It's not. We're not talking about the game. We're talking. We're not. We're talking about practice. But we're, we were talking about a video game console, and this was just something otherworldly. And I was like, it was a PS4 Pro, and I was like, yo, this is a pro, you know. And I was yeah. so hyped on that. Pro. I'm a next level gamer. And I remember. I remember. You know, my ex bless her heart. I mean, in peace and love. But I remember she was like, she was like low key, like kind of bummed and awake. She's like, I just. You know, I just got an Xbox, and now you're going to be on the PlayStation all the time. I'm like, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> let me enjoy this. Let me enjoy this. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. they had uh, between uh, my mom, her, my sister. You know, everyone got me like a bunch of PlayStation gift cards. And of course, there's always the holiday sales digitally. And I was like, oh my gosh! Now, keep in mind, guys, I hadn't bought into the PlayStation ecosystem since the PS2. So there was a lot of PS3 stuff that kind of came and went. I never got to play, and obviously, the stuff in the PlayStation 4 era up to that point, I was ecstatic. 
and I went and bought immediately the Kingdom Hearts games. I went and bought the Uncharted. I, was gonna say, I thought I remember you getting Kingdom yeah, Hearts. The, the, yeah, the Uncharted trilogy and then Uncharted 4 and I think Lost Legacy. I bought so much at the time that was on sale and I couldn't, just couldn't wait to play those games. And I just, I mean, <laughs> even though like I spent most of my day like setting up that console, it was just so thrilling because I'm sitting there setting it up, you know, even though it's like I'm making a Sony account and all this stuff and it's lame and boring. I'm just like, oh man, you know, I'm greasing my hands basically. I'm like, I can't wait. I'm gonna play this game. I'm gonna play that game. It's exciting, you know. And I'm like, oh, I gotta choose a username. Oh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that, you know. And it's just so much fun when you're setting up a console, even watching stuff downloads fun. Yeah, you're like ah, oh, yeah, this is new. It's fresh. And I've done that before for um, for X's and stuff like that. Like I've mentioned the aforementioned Xbox. Um, first girl I ever dated, I remember getting her a Nintendo Wii, and she was so excited for that. And, and I, I did that because I knew what joy it, it meant to me to get a console on Christmas, and it was just so, so exciting. So I've always loved that. And I don't think to this, you know, I don't think nowadays that'll ever happen again, but that's why the PS4 one stood out too, because I was like, wow, I didn't think I'd really experience that Dreamcast thing again. And I just remember being so amazed at my mom for doing that. And I think the same year my dad got me Sleeping Dogs on Xbox, and Oh man, I always had a slew of video games on Christmases. So the Spyro, Dra- uh, Spyro the Dragon games, and sports titles, and oh man, it just—it was always there was always some new video game stuff. And nowadays, you know, it's kind of taken away with digital stuff, for at least for me. But oh, it was always always a very very fun memory. Love that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I still have great. I mean, every year I have a great Christmas and I get awesome stuff. But nothing hits usually quite like when you're a kid. I mean, I'm sure the PS4 moment didn't hit still to the level of the Dreamcast moment, right? Like, the hype. Oh, no. No, dream, but I mean, it was the 2.0, you know? It's almost like... It's the second version, it was but like, it's still not that PS4 hype, was like Force Awakens midnight release compared to, like, when yeah. I went to see the, the Phantom Menace. You know, it was like all the hype and build-up yeah. felt like the exact same, yeah. but at the same time, it was like, this is still the second version of that first experience. But absolutely yeah. still meant a lot. Still was memorable. Yeah, very much so. I think, I think the coolest gift I ever gave... I'm so like selfishly proud of this one. I got Creighton. So Creighton, one of his favorite games of all time is Crash Team Racing. Now, obviously, that's one of my favorites, but like it means more to Creighton. It's 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 like number third of all time for Creighton. Like where for me, it's like I don't know down the way down the list. Um, I bought him before they ever announced Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel the re, the remake. I bought him a brand new sealed black label copy of Crash Team Racing. And I bought the acrylic case that people use, like when they put games on display, so that it's protected. And I bought that for him. I think it cost me one hundred and seventy dollars. Y'all were still 20... living in that house, right? Yeah, I feel like I, I remember seeing 20... that. I think it was twenty seventeen. I bought it for one hundred and seventy dollars. That thing, like, not only do games go up in over as years go on. <clears throat> But also Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled was announced, and then that came out, and then it brought Crash Team Racing to a new audience. That has went up a bunch. I think it's over $500 now to get the co- the, the copy that I got mm. Creighton. But I'm just like, that was like a gift that I like went the extra mile to get something special. Like, I bought lots of good gifts, but that was like, you know, this was, I had to go search out that copy, make sure that it was black label, make sure there's no tears in the plastic, and then, and then I had to go find the acrylic case. And I remember when the acrylic case came in, I had to assemble it and put the, like, oh, I got to make sure I put this game in. Because once you put the game in the case, there's no, like, it's like a see-through acrylic case. So there's no, like, um, button or door. The way you put it in the case, it makes it look like it's in there permanently. It makes it look like it's sealed in there. And I didn't want to, like, I was like, because if you tear the plastic wrap on a sealed black label game that's 20 years old, you just took the value in half. Well, you're (laughs) describing this. You're making it sound like an object Indiana Jones is trying to get his hands on, bro. 
Yeah, it's like you know. Well, it belongs in a museum. Yeah, it's like it's like a Temple of Doom or something. I almost said Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but we, we don't talk. Oh, about I it. love Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, you do? I okay, do. I thought that was one everyone hated. Well, they you, do. Most people hate. They do, but I guess I'm I have like, no I have no opinion. The, <laughs> Brian, you're like I'm out of this fight. I'm not trying to debate. Peace and love. I don't really like Indiana Jones that much, so yeah. So I don't really care. But <laughs> that's um, fine. But Josh, you want to go to some voice clips before we get? Yeah, out Yeah, I'll here? say real quick though that I you yeah, know as ahead. you get older, Christmas. I mean, Christmas has never lost its value to me. Even as I've gotten older, I always love it. Sometimes I get into the Christmas spirit a little later. Sometimes it's a little sooner. But I, it always just means so much to me. And as you get older, you realize that the, the, the experiences you got to have, if you got to have those, was just it was because of parents that just love you so much. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm grateful for the parents. We're lucky, Josh. We yeah. have great parents. Yeah. Not everybody has great parents. No, no. and uh, yeah, so. I'm very, very grateful for my mom and my dad for... I wish I had Erica like just within the earshot so I could pull her in here and have her tell us about getting a PS2 with Kingdom Hearts for Christmas oh, when she was man. a kid. Yeah, that would have been that would like, been cool. That was her thing. But yeah, was her thing. I'm always grateful for doing for my mom and dad for you know all the hard work and planning and oh my gosh, oh you know it always means yeah. so much to me. That's and that's what makes it these days. Yeah, that's that just stuff. makes like that's that makes me want to make you know make sure I do the same for River. Like obviously. It's going to be a few years before she has something she desperately wants. Sure. Like, I told Erica, because like, Erica wants to, you know, she's logical about things. Erica doesn't want to buy our kids 30 gifts and, and you know, go crazy. But And I said, I, I can agree with that. I said, I can agree. We don't need to buy like 30 gifts for our kid. That's fair. But here's the one thing I'll stand by. Luckily, she's on the same page. I said, if River has something she desperately wants, if it is possible, she is getting it. Like that's how I, like, yeah, if she wants a literal horse, it's not going to happen. But, like, if she wants a, I mean, and I, it's easy for me to say video games because, you know, that's what I like. But, like, if she wants some, like, big kitchen set thing that's going to be, like, $300, that's all she's been talking about for six months is this kitchen set. She's getting the kitchen set. I'll sell something I own. I don't care. She's getting the kitchen <laughs> set. Like, I told Erica, like, she's getting the things. You, I, I just can't. I couldn't stomach my kid not getting something. And, sure. you know, that they want. And I, I know that sounds like, you know, spoiled. And, and to an extent it is. But, no, like, you know, within that's the reason. That's point of that. Well, yeah, within within reason, you want to give it's your the kid joy what they, of seeing what they the, ask the people for. you love's faces get the things they want the most, or at least be, yeah. show that they're thought of and stuff. Especially when they're kids. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you want to make those dreams and come I, true. And I think there's, I think there's within reason because, like, like I said, like a kitchen set. Like if River asked for like a kitchen set and then like a, a remote control car and then like an ATV little thing you can drive in yeah. and then also like, like if she asked for like six three hundred dollar items. No, of course I'm not going to buy it for her. I'm, I, I would tell her right off the bat. I'd be like, okay, okay, baby. <laughs> I remember. You're probably not going to be able to get all well, Some of you guys might remember the old JCPenney catalogs, the Sears catalogs, stuff like that, that would be real thick, you know, and you'd get them around the holiday season. Yeah. And I remember uh, my sister, my older sister, Shakira, and I would flip through those a lot, and I'd be circling, I want this, I want this, I want this. I wouldn't get any of those things because, to me, it was just more so circling what I think is cool, what I would like to play with. Yeah. But it wasn't really yeah. what I wanted. But, you know, I'd yeah. get to, the, like, the – the uh, lingerie or lingerie uh, parts, and I would like pause and look at those and go, "Huh, I feel funny." And then I would kind of keep flipping through, and I'd see more toys, and I'd circle. <laughs> I shouldn't like, like this, this, but I do. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that stuff was always fun too. And it, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I probably made it so hard for my parents. I, re- I remember I had a uh, there was a Toy Story Tamagotchi I wanted so bad one year, and I threw the biggest bonkers fit because my aunt had got it for me, but I wanted it like right away, and I couldn't wait. Mm. You know, the anticipate when you're a kid. You know, December first yeah. to the twenty like fifth is actually December first to the fiftieth. It's like fifty days. Yeah. You know, it's torture. But when you're when you're older, then it goes it's a like another bit year within a year. Yeah, but oh my gosh, just so much love for my parents. I remember, you ahead. know, those things that uh, people will make where they have like the 
the the rings where you pull a ring off every day all the way to Christmas, like 25 rings. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like the construction paper. Mm-hmm. I remember like waiting till it was December 1st so I could make the 25 ring thing. Yeah. And I'd ask my mom, I'm like, well, can't we just do like 38 rings and start in November? And my mom's like, there's no, we're not going to do rings all the way down the hallway. We're not going to do 38 rings. Like it, the, the idea is from December 1st to December 25th, you pull a ring off every day as you're getting closer <laughs> to Christmas. We're not going to start rings in November. That's, that's pointless, Brian, you know. But um, well, but yeah, I'll, Josh, you ready to go? Yeah, over I'm to sorry. These? I'll try to summarize. I'm sorry. We're, we're trying. We, we told on. each other we were going to go at an hour, and now we're pushing each other yeah. further. So go ahead, uh, Josh. Yes. So uh, when I was little, I, we would do the Christmas lights drive-bys. You know, we would do those. Yep. You know, uh, we had this. We have this store out here that's like a hardware store. It's called Menards, and they used to have this little like train area you could go in, and there was this big like display, Christmas display in there, and it was so cool. And we lived out in the country at the time, so there were so many houses did did the Christmas lights up and you'd have that Christmas snow. And there were some days I'd wake up and it's like nine o'clock in the morning and I'm looking over at my sister, you know, I'm going to wake her up and I'm like, I'm like, Shakira, I'm like, I think mom forgot to get us up for school. And she's like, what time is it? And I'm like, it's like nine something. And she's like, what the heck? And we're, and we're sitting there thinking like, <laughs> silly mom. <laughs> silly, you, <laughs> you know, I can't believe you forgot to get us over school, you know? And then suddenly, you know, she comes in, notices we're awake and she's like, well, you know, school didn't get canceled, but I thought I'd just keep you guys home from school today. I already called in and for you guys. And there's a, you know, Christmas movie on Rudolph's coming on in a half hour. Cookies are almost done, you know, and if you guys want to go outside and play for a bit, you know, you got your, your, your clothes are, uh, are all clean and stuff. Oh my, oh my God. Oh my God. And you know, my dad would always tell us stories and we were really, really little about like snowstorms, And he'd always do this thing where it was like in the, you know, in the snow, it was so windy that night. And he'd make the noises, and I'd be like, oh, yeah. You know, I'd eat that stuff up, and, you know, that stuff made it so much fun. And I, I told a story about how I thought I saw Rudolph in the window one year, and I can remember. That was a great story, yeah. yeah. And I can remember going up at, like, sometimes it'd be, like, 2 in the morning. I'd, I'd go up, and we had these, our, our rooms were in the basement, and I'd go up around this bend of stairs and peek through the uh peek for this part in the wall that we had and I remember I would like look at the tree and I'd see the gifts and you know and sometimes it was like oh he came and I could just get so emotional and I was so happy and I was like this guy thought of me and loved me and it was just such a good feeling but then the other other times he'd be like oh shit he's not here yet you know and it's like I, go, I gotta go back downstairs and then I'm sitting there staring at the wall for what felt like eternity you know wondering like when am I gonna hear him but also like when how early can I get up there and open the gifts when he's there, after he's delivered them, you know, I'm like, it was just so hard to go back Dude, to bed. Dude, trying to sleep, trying to sleep Christmas Eve, like, I, some of the most horrific sleeping nights <laughs> yeah. of my life. I can remember one particular night where I just, I mean, I just could not sleep, and it, it got to, like, I went to bed, like, because the thing is, you want Christmas to come, so you go to bed earlier, so I'm in bed at, like, 8 a.m., or, I'm sorry, night. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> eight. <laughs> like, Justin at that min- Bro, Halo 3 I just rolled over, yeah, hour. right, the Halo 3, <laughs> yeah. Like, I just wake up, and I, I, I open my eyes, I roll over, and I'm like, all right, I'm back in bed again. No, 8 p.m. <laughs> I remember I go to bed at 8 p.m., and I, I remember it being like, so I'm, I'm laying there since 8 p.m., and I'm looking up at the ceiling, and it's 1 o'clock in the morning. I still yeah. haven't fell asleep, and I'm like, the earliest my parents will get up is 6. Yep. It was like, like 5 or five 6 more hours too. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, man. And then eventually what happened is you'd fall asleep, and you'd get this really rough, like, anxious sleep that lasted like two and a half mm. hours. And then you feel like shit, but you don't care because it's Christmas. Yeah, you know? oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, suffice it to say, I... My parents did so much for us, whether it was, uh, you know, my, I got my older brother, 
um, that my mom would do a lot of stuff for. And then, uh, you know, I, I mainly grew up with my older sister and stuff for us. And then also my youngest sister and, you know, they've always, yeah, every one of us, I think has had so much love from our parents and, and, uh, just means just has always meant a lot. And that's why it means so much to me these days. I know it can be a sad time of year for a lot of people, you know, but, uh, I try to be that person that wants to bring joy to other people who maybe are, aren't having as good of a time, but, uh, cause it means so much to me and I have so much fun and I've had that love and I'm grateful for it. We've had privilege, Josh. Yeah, We've had real absolutely. privilege. Count my Our blessings. Christmases have been, Count my blessings. have been badass. I've never had a bad Christmas. No. Um, my parents have always, nope. Always been amazing. Uh, I, I can remember one time when I was it was it was our first house, so I, I had to be less than ten years old. And like I'm gonna use like Brian adult Brian language to make it funnier, but like I because I wouldn't have said this as a kid, but I remember like it was before six, so I, I walk out in the hallway mm-hmm. and like if you walk past my parents' room just out in the hallway a little bit, you can see in the living room where the tree <laughs> is and the presents. Mm-hmm. And of course, the presents, you know, you think the presents are wrapped, so I, I wasn't thinking I was being a bad kid and like sneaking the gifts or anything because. You know, the gifts are going to be under the tree. They're going to be wrapped. Sure. Well, I go past my parents' room just to look out at the tree, and there's, like, a, there's a bike. And, of course, the bike isn't wrapped. The bike's just, like, parked in front of the tree with, like, a ribbon <laughs> on it. And I go back I go back to Creighton's room, and I'm like, I go back to my room where Creighton's, like, eagerly waiting in bed. Oh, and, you know, man. and I'm like, I'm like, Creighton, there's a freaking, there's a freaking bike out there. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's, Creighton's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, a, a bike. He's like, a bike? I'm like, there's a freaking bike out there, man. And it's like, holy shit. You know, it's like, you wake up the parents and Creighton, and my parents are like, did you see what's out there? I'm like, mom, yeah, I, I looked, I, I thought it'd be right. There was a bike. And just, oh, you know, it's like, holy shit, you know, just like, you just, you just have get you, so, you just get so excited. Yeah, dude. Have you seen the movie Arthur Christmas? Um, no, the whole movie centers around one girl, uh, that didn't get a gift and she's still asleep. Mm. So Arthur, which is basically the son of Santa, one of the two sons, goes on this quest. Whereas everyone else is kind of jaded and everything on Christmas a little bit. And they're just kind of going through the motions. And it's very techy rather than kind of magical. He loves the, the magical and the heart of it. So he goes through hell and high water to get her this bike that she wants. And at the very end of the movie, he's trying to sneak out of her house. It's like 7 in the morning. So she's woke up. She's got She saw the bike. She's trying to go outside to ride the bike in the snow. And just as he does, he's like got this uh, string, you know, that's attached to like the the ship that they're trying, like the sleigh that they're trying to go up to, and he's it's right under a tree, and he kind of gets caught, and it makes this you know snow fall down on him. And she, as just as she's coming out, she looks out and she sees him, and as that happens, the wind blows by. So then the his uh, his hoodie that he's wearing suddenly looks a lot bigger around the stomach, and the snow falls down all around his face, making a, almost like a makeshift beard. <laughs> and she looks and she's like. Oh. Almost like she sees Santa, and then immediately as she like blinks and looks back, he's up and gone. And it was just this is oh, a Hallmark makes you movie. Freak- I, this is a Hallmark. Oh, movie it makes you cry. It. I mean, it's it's underrated film, but uh, oh gosh, I could talk all day about Christmas movies, but yeah, we need to move on. To jo- Josh is Josh is hating himself that he's like that we we gave three hours to a Game Awards podcast, but he's only given himself an hour to the <laughs> Christmas. He's he's probably thinking internally like. Josh, he screwed up. I like Christmas way more than a the Game bit. Awards. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. But I did. Um, I was the one who told Brian. I was like, I got to go an hour today. But here we are already. Yeah. Just and I got to eat me a pizza. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier in the this episode, like, runs up Christmas the stairs. food, nothing beats it. Not yeah. even family. And now you're like, I got to eat it. I got to go because I got to eat a pizza. <laughs> this is the part where Creighton runs by me and goes, "I bet you're hungry, fatty." <laughs> um, but uh, all right, Josh. First clip is from our boy Diente Colin. Here we go. Gentlemen, it's your boy Diente here at work trying to squeeze a quick voice clip out at 3 a.m. 
Don't worry, it won't be shitty. Anyway, let's talk <laughs> some Christmas and video games. There's not any particular video game that I really strongly associate with Christmas. None of them absolutely scream out Christmas, but there are some heavy associations with the N64 era. The console, the games, the cartridges. The, the cartridge boxes themselves are so iconic. Some of the games that remind me of it, like GoldenEye, uh, World is Not Enough, Rogue Squad and their snowy levels, um, 1080 snowboarding. I mean, how much more Christmas can you get than snowboarding right. on the N64? Yeah, yeah. Just um, and surprisingly, that. Conker's Bad Fur Day. I mean... I don't know why, but I think of Christmas. When I think of Christmas games, I think of Conker's Bad Fur Day. It's not, not really a particular theme that suits Christmas, but I don't know, it pops into my head. More modern wise, I probably have to go with uh, Fortnite. Um, I played sure. the Chapter Two, Season One with my kiddo. That's the one we really got heavy into it, and um, that's when they ended up covering the whole map in snow. And that was really cool to play with him, the Star Wars event. And then you had the Winterfest cabin where you'd go and open a new present every day, a different cosmetic item. That's really neat. I definitely love doing Halo Infinite's winter things. I love unlocking Santa and winter-themed things on right. on that. Um, but other than that, nothing absolutely screams Christmas. I just really enjoy playing video games on the holidays. Anyway, hope you guys have a good one. You know, something that you surprisingly really resonated with me, uh, Deante, is the N64 is a Christmas console. I don't know why, but, like, I have vivid memories of just, like, cold winter days and being at my house or friends' houses and just N64 cartridges scattered across the carpet, like, just laying there next to the console where you just, you know, just waiting to choose which one you're going to play next. I don't know why that console felt that way. Maybe it's something to do with N64 Kid and... And I think, I want to say Zelda released around um, the, the the winter time, Ocarina of Time. I don't know if Super Mario 60, I don't know if the console, you would think the console released around Christmas because that's where you, you get most of your sales. Um, so it probably did in, in Super Mario 64. But yeah, there's something very Christmassy about that. I, I have lots of memories of being at my friend Kyle, Kyle's house and just like the, the carpet and the cab, like the cabinet where we had like a tube TV and there'd be a PS1 and an N64 and just discs scattered around <laughs> and, and cartridges. Mm -hmm. And um, just, I, I, that's where, like, you know, I, I talk about Final Fantasy VII. Like, I, I remember so many times that game laying there on the floor or that game being on the shelf or, or a friend playing it and me having not the slightest interest ever. Like, if, as a kid, you could ask me if I cared about that game, and I've been like, I would rather play tic-tac-toe than that game. <laughs> and now it's, like, one of my favorite things ever. But, uh, yeah, definitely get those vibes. And it's cool that you can make new vibes in Fortnite Fortnite. Like Christmas specific, because like there was nothing like that when I oh, obviously you're older than I am, Colin. So there's nothing like that when any of us, you, me, uh, Josh, were younger. There was nothing like that for us where the game like took on a Christmas atmosphere um, during that season of the year. The, the closest thing I can remember is I had a copy of Simpsons Hit and Run for my GameCube, and if you played that game on Christmas Day, the main menu would be Christmas themed. There'd be snow. And Homer would yep. be in like a Santa suit, yep. but you had to have the the clock on your console set to so Christmas. Cool. But uh, over to you, Josh. I had that. Uh, I've always had that with Kotor, like an unofficial Christmas game. It's always been Kotor. I've been itching to play it so much of late, and I have not. But I've been itching to play it because one year, I think the year it had come out in two thousand three. I think I'd, I was in the middle of a Dark Side run. 
for my playthrough um, during Christmas season. So, again, that Christmas sunshine with that reflecting off that snow is shining in. I'm playing KOTOR, which is, you know, my favorite game of all time. I'm molding it, shaping it in that sense in the making right then and there. And every single year it would get to, like, late November, early December. I'm like, I kind of want to play KOTOR again. And I've just always gotten the itch. And I don't ever, <laughs> every time I start it, I don't really beat it, but I get pretty far in it. And it's just, I don't know, it's an annual thing for me. Even it's if I comfort. don't play it, I, yeah, it's comforting. And that's what I love about Christmas. It's like... It's the one time that everyone can gets to revisit nostalgia together, but then get together to make new nostalgia. And that's so much fun because that's the one time where it's like living in the past is fun. You remember loved ones who aren't with you anymore and you, you, you celebrate them and remember them and the good times with them. But then also the, the new people who have come in your life and seeing this person get the thing they've wanted or you get the thing you wanted and all that type of good stuff. But, dude, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean... You know, that reminds me of, like I said, SSX Tricky, when you mentioned, like, the snowboarding stuff. I went up there, and I was playing that game in my bedroom, and having so much fun with the colorful characters and the vibes, and had so many voice actors in that game, and it was just so much fun to play on Christmas Day. It hit different, and um, one other thing I wanted to mention was, you know, for you guys that uh, are looking for a Christmas movie you might not have seen, a couple years ago on Max, it's streaming on Max, there was a movie called 8-Bit Christmas that came out. And it's essentially a Christmas story, but with, uh, instead of a Red Rider BB gun, it's about a kid who wants the original Nintendo console. All his friends are trying to get it. Everyone wants it. It's set in the 80s, so you got that 80s nostalgia, and it's got a, a dad who's telling the story, kind of narrating the story, just like Ralphie had, and uh, telling the story to his young one. And very sentimental, very sweet story. Uh, Steve Zahn, Neil Patrick Harris, got a lot of familiar faces in there, but it was such a fun movie. And for video game fans that are looking for a little Christmas fun, that's a perfect movie for you guys, I think. So I, I really recommend that. But, dude, yeah, awesome clip. Thank you for sending that in. And uh, I get everything you said. Man, I can remember, I think I've sold this in the podcast before, but I can remember the year I got a GameCube for Christmas. That was another great, like, console for Christmas type moment. I got a Nintendo GameCube I wanted so bad. And the game that I requested with it was... Crash Nitro Kart, which was the sequel to Crash Team Racing. And as a kid, I didn't understand, you know, how developers and publishers worked and who's making the game, who's the license holder, who owns the IP. And Crash Team Racing, as you guys know, I mean, I think most of you know Crash Bandicoot, that was made by Naughty Dog, which is one of the most revered video game developers on the planet. And they made Crash Team Racing. So naturally, you know, I wanted Crash Nitro Kart, the, the sequel, which was made by, I don't know who it was made by, but it, they had sold... Sony had sold um, Crash Bandicoot off to like Activision, and Nitro Kart was made by, I don't know if it was by Vivendi or Eurocom or something like that, and it sucked. <laughs> it wasn't a good game, and I didn't like it. And for Christmas that year, I got the GameCube with Crash Nitro Kart. That's everything I wanted. I was thrilled. Well, it didn't take me long to realize Nitro Kart sucked. So then it was like, for Christmas Day, the only thing I had to play on my console was a shitty racing game that I didn't really like. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I, I still, I mean, it was a great Christmas. Like, for me, it was like, I don't even care if I get a game. I have the GameCube. You know how that is, yeah. Josh. Like, you got the console. I'll play Air on that thing. Yeah. Like, I'll just look at the oh, main Oh, when menu. I had that I PlayStation care. 4 in 2017, all I had was the, the console itself. I didn't get them. I didn't yeah, all, that's all that matters. I just had digital cards for games. Or digital games, but yeah. But, but it's crazy how, like, you know, I, I, I didn't... That was one of those years where, like, that game I asked for sucked, and it was like, so I had to wait. And I think, I think like, a day or two later, I, I got some other game for the console that was a lot more fun. I but, gotcha. um, but, yeah. All right, let's hear our last yeah, clip thank you, from Wesley. for sending that in, man. And Merry Christmas to you. Hey guys, it's Wes. Merry Christmas. 
Nice I got to keep this uh, kind of short because I got a crazy toddler running around. But um, Pokemon Emerald is a game that I received for Christmas um, either the year it released or maybe the year after. Um, but I still vividly remember opening that and being, you know, more or less obsessed about that. And it's a game that is still well within my top 20 um, games of all time, if I, if I remember correctly. But, yeah, I received um, other video games for Christmas. Um, even as recently as a couple years ago, I always have. Uh, in my house, it was more video game consoles that we didn't get. Uh, my parents were, were very accepting of, of video games as a hobby, but they always told us that if we wanted things like that, we would have to save our money or, you know, go get a job and buy them ourselves. They were always okay with us having those things. Um, we just had to buy them for ourselves. Game, games are still on the table, though. So, you know, Pokemon Emerald is, is, is one for me. Games that I either associate with Christmas or just play this, you know, this time of the year. Um, I'm not really the type of person that will plan to play games during a specific time of year. But I know if I did, a good one for me would be Batman Arkham Origins. Ooh, um, that's a great one. For obvious reasons. Another one for me um, that actually I have in the past planned it this way. Um, but it's not something I do every year. I really like to play Bioshock in the, in the weeks after Christmas. Um, it's just, it's dark and cold up here in the Northeast. So it kind of sets the mood. And then the events leading up to the beginning of the game happen on New Year's. Um, so mm. I just always thought that was neat to kind of time it that way in, in real life. But that's what I got for you guys. Um, I hope you all are ready for the holidays. It's, it's going to be a cozy one for us. Um, hopefully we don't have any more people getting down with the sickness um, I think everybody's Dr. just Disturbed about style. Right now. Uh, hope you all are healthy on your end. Have a good show and keep it sacred. You know, it's it's kind of crazy how like if you make a if you make an iconic memory with something, it's gonna just hold so much more value than than it ever could just on its own quality, right? Like he says, Pokemon Emerald, which I know Pokemon Emerald to be a good Pokemon game. Like I. I played Pokemon as a kid. I played like red and blue. I think I played fire red and leaf green. I, I don't know if I played emerald, but I know that's one of the better ones. Um, but like to me, like Pokemon emerald, like of course I don't have the attachment. I think in a Pokemon emerald is like a top 20 game. I'm like never, right? Because to me it's not important. Um, but to Wesley it is. And it's, and it's, I mean, obviously it's a good game in its own right, but then it's because of this memory he has associated to it. And, because of that nostalgia and that memory, it's probably never going to leave his list. Like, it doesn't matter, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's just really important. So, And then also, like, Bioshock, yeah, that's a, that's a great pick to play after. And Arkham Origins, I never thought of that. Like, that game takes place Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's all snowy. I should do that sometime. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. But uh, great clip, and uh, Merry Christmas to you, Wesley. Yeah, Merry Qu uh, Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry, yeah, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, buddy. And thanks for sending that one in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've said this before, and I know I'm, like, the only one who feels this way, probably, but, like, you made me think about how much. I just want, give me a AAA high-production Christmas RPG video game, bro. I want it. I grew up on the Rankin-Bass 
films, right? The specials. That was my cinematic universe before the MCU showed up to my door, okay? So I was raised in all that stuff. From Rudolph in the beginning all the way to Life and Adventures of Santa Claus at the very tail end of it all. I ate all those up and I always thought, especially after seeing Elf and them borrowing the same aesthetic from that Rankin-Bass Rudolph, I thought, I want an RPG where I can just be in the North Pole. I don't care who I am. I don't care what, you know, make your own character, you're a reindeer, you're in the reindeer games, you're you're an elf, Santa, I don't care. I just want to have that because every time when I was a kid, you know, I wasn't getting Christmas-themed stuff per se for Christmas. It was video games, it was, you know, books, it was movies, you know, stuff like that, which was what I wanted, but... You never really get Christmas stuff because it, at that point it has a short shelf life, right? You know, Christmas mm-hmm. Day comes and goes. Most people are moving on to New Year's and beyond into the But Josh, year. you got Die Hard all year. Well, I watched that for the <laughs> first time when, this year. Don't you hate when people say that's a Christmas movie? I watched that for the first time this year, and I do not think it's a Christmas movie. However, if someone else tells me it is, then it is. And I know that probably sounds weird, but I'm like, I do the same I thing. I have no reason yeah. to debate that if that person feels yeah, why? that way, that that is it, it, a thing. I can see why they would think that and feel that way. But it's worse if they're like, if they have one of them smirks on their face, like, oh, hey, go, uh, die hard. It's a, it's a Christmas <laughs> But movie. I will yeah, say. Yeah. Like, like, a, like they want to debate. I will <laughs> say it's fantastic. I can't believe I waited this long to watch it, but it was awesome. Uh, very awesome. But yeah, I, I, I've I always wanted some kind of Christmas thing for Christmas, but the thing I realized that would get me. It's a Christmas video game. That's up the alley. Because for me... I always wanted that Grinch that Grinch Christmas game. I played the that. PS1. The PS1? Yeah, I never I got it. it. I remember I never got that. it. I have a brief memory. That would have been it. it was, that could have been it for you. It was a rental. But uh, <laughs> what is that from? Oh, my gosh. It's a rental. What is that from? Is that oh, Santa yeah. Claus? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's Santa Claus, but I can't remember. Oh, my gosh. We're going to remember it after the show and be like... Yeah, we but, will. Uh, you keep talking. I'll keep yeah, thinking. <laughs> but uh, suffice it to say... Uh, you know, we still haven't gotten that type of game, but oh, it is! It's Santa Claus One, isn't it? When um, they're rounding up Santa Clauses to like arrest because they're looking for yep, Scott Calvin, yep, 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 and they grab that one guy and he's like, "It's a rental." Yeah, that's what it's from. Yeah. Boy, I knew that yeah. as soon as it left my lips. It was something familiar, but yeah, I, it's just. And I'm the kind of person where even though you know it's the 26th, I'm like, let's let's keep this Christmas train going, guys. You know, I'm driving and everything. I'm driving. I'm just having a good time. I'm like, let's let's keep let's stretch this out. It doesn't have to end. You know, just because the Christmas day is over doesn't mean it has to end. But like last year, my dad and I finished watching the movie Fred Claus. And afterward, I was like, what's the next Christmas movie? What are we going with? He's like, I'm done with Christmas movies. <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. You know, I was so <laughs> devastated. I was like, no, it's like the official end on uh, Christmas. And I was so sad. But, uh, you know, I just, I always wanted to keep going. And I know for most people, it's like after New Year's, they're like, yeah. That's the thing is. Down. That's the thing is, if, whether you want Christmas to keep going or not, it gets pride away from you because as you get into January, if days decorations come down, music goes away, people stop talking about it. People are people people at work start being like, "Oh, this sucks," you know. <laughs> nothing, you know. They're just like everything gets like more depressing. I so, just yeah, love can, it because yeah. you know, and I, really, my final thoughts on it is, it makes me so happy because. Everyone is working as stressful as it is, especially as you get older, trying to get gifts for everybody and figure out your schedules and I got to drive here, I got to drive there or, you know, I got to accommodate this person or maybe this guest is coming over and that's kind of a something you got to deal with, you know, one specific relative or something that always causes issues or this is the one that's going to bring, bring up the politics at the table, you know, something to that effect. You know, I just love that everyone gets to be around one another, you know, especially as you get older 
and you have less grandparents and 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 uh, just everyone, you know. And and you you look take stock of what's around you, and you're just so grateful. And it just reminds me of that, especially when it's cold outside. So you're all huddled in, and you're all together, and you're all just happy. And you all worked so hard to get to this point to have this one perfect day in the year. And it's that payoff of it. And as I get older, I mean, it, yeah, it's still nice to get gifts and stuff. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not about that. And I'm I'm always so much more happy to see people open stuff. I've gotten them. And last year, my sister told me, my little sister, it's like Thanksgiving. And she tells me, she's like, I always wanted the, for you guys who have seen Polar Express, have you seen it, Brian? Yeah. yeah she tells me she, like, bell. she wanted the little bell. And like, and I was like, huh. She said she's just never gotten it. She always kind of wanted that. And that's her favorite Christmas movie. It was news to me. I didn't realize it. Maybe it went over my head in the years past. So I go on Etsy and I'm like, oh, they got they got one of those. And they got the tickets and you can like have it personalized where like, you know, Tom Hanks would punch it in the movie. That's awesome. And I was going to have it like say lead like the one girl had because my sister's just always been such a leader. But I was like, I'll, I'll just have it personalized. I'll have it say Shakira and stuff. And anyway, it's Christmas Day last year. And I recorded this too, which is what I'm so proud of. <laughs> she She's opening the gift. Or she goes, she goes to get the gift. She picks up the gift, and she hears a jingle jangle. And she kind of does this double take, like, what the? And she's looking over at me, and I couldn't not smile. So I'm grinning ear to ear, and I was like, open it, open it. you know. And she goes, no, you, no, you didn't. And she starts opening the gift, and she goes, no, you didn't. That's adorable. No, you didn't. And then she is she crying? Yeah, she started bawling, and it was like that's amazing, it was like, dude. It was like Shakira, like the little kid, and Shakira came out, and I saw my my even though she's my older sister, it was like you know the little version of her came out for a moment, and she was downright sobbing. And my dad made this hilarious joke. He's like, "You're about to get your ass beat because <laughs> I made Shakira." And it was just, Man. It was so funny and. My dumb ass is over here talking about giving Crash Team Racing. You win, Josh. Oh, man. You win. That's way better. I'm telling you what, that was one of the best gets I've ever gotten just because of the sentimental value it had for Shakira. And I didn't fully realize it until she opened it. And I just knew that I will never top this, but I'm glad. And like at 30, what was I, 33 then? I don't know, 34. I was just happy that I could give that to Shakira and and see that. And that made me so happy. So I love Christmas for that reason. And I always want to carry it through the year as best I can, but... Let me see if that let me see if that works uh, for me, Josh. Yeah, Josh. My favorite Christmas game was always Halo Two, and I always wanted one of those giant Master Chief Halo Two statues for my game room, and I just never got one. <laughs> I missed the. <laughs> I love the little dance you just did, bro. I wish people could have seen that. That was, fun. That was oh, peak physical comedy. But man, I miss the days when that was five hundred bucks. I remember when it was. <laughs> yeah, now bucks. it's like a. Now it's like five thousand yeah. to start. But yeah, yeah. Eh, I love Christmas. Uh, I love being around my family. Love my friends. It's a time for forgiveness and cheer. And um, you know, if it's been hard, you just try to try your best to create a good memory. <laughs> I love it. You give me a perfect opportunity to be a Brian Dick mode. Be like, Josh, I forgive you for all the ways you've wronged me. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, like, you said it's a time for forgiveness. I'm like, Josh, well, hey, I'm not perfect, you. so I'll take it, bro. I'll take it. No, 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 no. You don't need forgiveness. You don't need forgiveness. Oh, I just that'd be man. funny though. Uh, but yeah, but, thank uh, you guys. All right, guys. Thank you. Merry Christmas. This is this is our holiday episode. We just want to yeah, we want to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to you guys. If we had the time to like, I would love to just like shout out individuals that you know we care so much about from our community and listeners and friends and stuff. But I would definitely leave. Some, we definitely leave someone out. We don't want to do that. No, so we're but not I, do that. But you guys know who you yeah. are. All of you listeners, we love you. 
We thank you. I mean, some of you have been with us for, for, for over four years now. Yeah, it is insane. I mean, we're going into 2024 after having started this in 2019, and it, this is always a way to cap off the year. We usually have a little victory lap episode after this, but this is always a nice way to cap it off. And it's been, uh, it seems like a very difficult year for everybody. And Erica lost her dad. Yeah. I mean, and, and we've yep. gone through stuff on my end of the family, and I've had my back issues plaguing back. me all year with depression. And yeah. that's why Christmas just gets me so happy. So I'm, I'm, it makes me take stock of what I have, who I have, and I'm just so grateful for it. I'm grateful to do the podcast with you, Brian. This is so much fun. The last three hour, last three three hour episodes have been a blast. This is fun. The next week one we do is going to be fun. I mean, I'm looking forward if, to. If you'd asked me to bet if we would still be recording podcasts at the end of 2023. When we started, I would have said no. Kind of nuts. I First full year without I Halo 2. I went back, Brian, and I looked just before we recorded, mm-hmm. and I saw that we did it after our Christmas episode last year. Our last one was just yeah. recapping uh, Halo Infinite being officially one year old. Yeah, and then I did a few episodes with guests because you were out. Yeah. I think I did like the lore episode. Yeah, they were guy, fantastic, then, man. Then, then I think around February, March, though, we, we got off of Halo. We've been off since. So we're getting close to a full year. For of, sure. For sure. But it's, I loved those episodes Halo, yeah. with the guests and stuff. And, I mean, those I don't yeah. regret doing those. But it's just crazy to think about. It's been mostly a non-Halo year, which is pretty crazy. Well, so. luckily for you, Josh, right before we hit that year off of Halo, we'll be able to talk about Halo the TV series on Paramount Plus in February. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You had to end this on that- a dour note. Think about that. Think if we actually that, talk bro. about that, Don't if make... we actually talk about that, we won't make it a year. Oh. We'll, we'll ruin our streak on on the freaking season two. I can't know. wait after the first episode comes out. You'd be like, Josh, uh, you know, we're not going to cover it. You know, we're not we're not going to do a full episode breakdown, guys. But uh, we figure we talk about it for a couple minutes, and uh, you know, we'll recap. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll come back together at the end of the season and kind of just recap the events. Josh, what did you think about it? And I'd be like, just crickets. And they'd be like, all right, uh, you know, I thought it was okay. Moving on to the next subject. <laughs> the main topic today, if I guys. Sent you, if I sent you a a Jimmy Rings with his ass hanging out Christmas ornament, would you put it on your tree? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for the memories. Everyone everyone listening now is like, I want a Jimmy Rings. If you, Jimmy Rings uh, ornament with his ass hanging out. Just like little Christmas <laughs> cheeks. You know? Plenty of people are not so. going to get the context of that, but uh, that's all right. Jimmy Rings ass That's cheeks. what we call Master Chief from the Halo TV show is Jimmy Rings because he didn't act anything like Master <laughs> Chief. And you, you see... You see his ass hanging out more than you see his helmet on. But let's instead, get away from instead that. Instead of just Dustin right. Echo, Why he's like, we? just lips and assholes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. But, uh, yeah, to get away from that, uh, yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> You're right, Josh. Why did, we have to, why did I have to Well, I just see you digging, digging the hole. You're like, oh, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Can you give me a ladder? Digging that... <laughs> Digging that freaking Paramount Plus. Well, Brian, you know, yeah, but, uh, I'm, I'm happy you guys get to have a good Christmas. I know Erica's had a hard year. River, you know, is celebrating. This is technically her second Christmas, right? So that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and I know she's still not quite, like, aware of everything. But that's got to be, yeah. you're, you're, you're inching closer to that. That's got to be cool, man. And getting to see your family, it's awesome to hear you're going to still be doing that. Making yeah, that happen no, as hard yeah, as that is. It's great, yeah. The, the unfortunate thing is we we don't see my grandparents and aunt and uncles really anymore because you. they're back where you're at. But um, I mean, it's kind of you know the older people get that's the way things change. Like you know, my parents are kind of you know it's running it, and then my brother and his wife, who, who you know he they're having a baby you know, next mm-hmm. year. So yeah, pretty soon we'll just be kind of our dude. families Insane. congregating around my parents. But yeah, so I, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, my dad's making. Cheesecakes and, and Ooh, all kinds of good food. So, man. yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's it. awesome, man. I love, love this time of so year. And we'll watch, 
We'll probably watch Christmas movies that we've already watched at Thanksgiving time over again. Do you guys have any um, in rotation, or is it just like any specific ones? I mean, I feel like I feel like every holiday, my dad we we're there while my dad rewatches Home Alone one and two, Santa Claus one, two, and three. We always tell him that it ends at Santa Claus two, but somehow he finds a like coffee and puts I, in the that third scene one. of uh, I may be misremembering it, but that scene of Macaulay Culkin at the end of Home Alone one. In the window, staring out at the old man oh. with his kids, and it's playing that yeah. somewhere in my memory song. It's a vibe that will make me ball. I think that's the one like yeah. that's a top tier like Christmas cry moment for me. I didn't even watch it this year because of it. I didn't want to put myself through that, but I saw plenty of other movies that made me sob because uh, just how wholesome it is. So yeah, we watched so yeah, many. Yeah, I think yeah. My my favorite Christmas movies is Jingle All the Way, which I've said before, and. There's nothing cry worthy in that. Mostly just laughter. There is you know, a just the, that that movie I associate with you. And last year, when I was uh, we were all opening up gifts here, I put that on in the background because we didn't we didn't watch it up to that point. But uh, I thought, man, we gotta we gotta have that on. And I I always think of you when I see that movie. Can you imagine now? Like I saw you, a meme of it, and it was like of uh, that movie, and it was like if, if it was made today, and it's like I need to do Turbo Man, and he goes on like eBay and he just buys it, and it's like yep. oh yeah, good. You know, yeah, no. It's, like, like if it's a hundred dollar doll, he just pays like three fifty yeah. on eBay. Three dollar to finish it. Oh man, but yeah, uh, so many, so many good Christmas movies. That's awesome, though. I know we've been doing so much. My dad's probably ready. To so you on. watched it though before I told you it was my favorite. Oh right? yeah, I yeah. I had a Turbo Man for Christmas in '96. That's right. And that day we went and took off to Florida. My favorite vacation ever. And my dad was like, you know, don't take too much stuff with you. You know, just maybe a couple things. And for some stupid reason. Kid me was like, I'm leaving Turbo Man at home because I don't want to like lose him or misplace him. And then the yeah. whole trip, I wanted my Turbo Man, and I was so bummed. And speaking, of, if we can come full circle to you talking about the little PP underwear from back when you were a kid, mm-hmm. I had got my first pair of boxers. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. boxer briefs. I mean, I guess they're kind of similar, but the yeah. boxers and they were Rugrats boxers, and they had that slit there, like a little button yeah. slit. And I was like, Mom, what's this? And she's like, Well, that's mm-hmm. you know for guys, you know, if they gotta you know yeah. use the use the restroom and stuff. And I was like. I thought this was for me swimming. She's like, well, yeah, you can use that too when you go swimming in the pool. And I was like, well, when my pee-pee comes out. You know? <laughs> she was like, shush, shush, shush. See, at least go, go swim. Go be a kid. At least your mom told you. I remember I went over to a friend's house. I mean, I, I was like five or maybe even younger. I don't know. I went over to a friend's house, like the neighbor kid's mm-hmm. house when I was five. And and for some reason, I think we I think we went swimming in a pool or something. I didn't have any replacement underwear. I think I swam in my underwear or something like that because I didn't have yeah. swim trunks. So she gives me a pair of my little kid buddy's boxer. He wears boxers. Like I, my dad, my dad raised me on whitey tidies. No, I don't wear whitey tidies now, but or tidy whiteys, I should say. Is that how you say it? Yeah, tidy whiteys. Doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but this kid had boxers. I never wore boxers before. Well, his mom, this kid, my kid buddy's, his mom gave me a pair of his boxers to wear, and I put them on. And you know, like tidy whiteys, they're uh, they're like tighter. So like, I never really thought of it as a hole at the front because it's more closed. Yeah. The boxers is kind of like it's loose and kind of open, so I'm like, "What's this? What's this hole?" And then like, so the kid's mom tells me that like that's for your your pee pee to come out, and I'm like, I look at her like, no, <laughs> "You're like, no, it's no, no it's like, not. No, I know how this works. I pull it all the way down my knees. My whole ass cheeks got to yep. hang out. That's the only way. That's the only way to pee. I go pee in that and public years, restroom. I pull my pants all the way yeah. down." I don't know if I used that hole prior to being in high school. Honestly, it was always ass cheeks out. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to go. Mm-hmm. You got to mm-hmm. go full way. You get that. It's only safe way. <laughs> Plus, you know, I'm not even going to go. 
it's nice nice to go along but uh <laughs> yeah i wear spandex boxer briefs now and they're so much more comfortable but i remember wearing that See, i wear regular boxers wear regular still. boxers they're a little yeah. uncomfortable to me in the pants you know maybe it's because i got like yeah. hairy legs but uh yeah i don't know it's yeah. never never were super comfortable josh is like it's because your legs are bearing you little bitch <laughs> well i'm sure yeah, i probably uh envy that in a way because yeah. man i got all like so much gray yeah. chest hair now and everything it's crazy Bro, but i got six chest hairs and no and no thigh Bro, hair i'm like two stuff. robin williams in terms of like all the hair he's got all mm-hmm. the hair i got but uh yeah, man, Christmas movies are fun with the family, and I've made so many memories. <laughs> Good transition, Josh. Yeah, you Good know, segue. It's a, it's a fun time of year, and I have so much fun. I've watched so many. There's been a couple new Christmas movies this year, and I've watched. Um, I watched. Uh, I remember going to the theaters last year and with my mom to see Violent Night, and that was really special. That was a that was a fun one, and I I always love the Christmas specials. Garfield's Christmas, and obviously the Rankin Bass stuff, and watching those as the, the one the one I never tradition. really like. I feel like it's heresy to say this, but the one I never really resonated with was the Peanuts Christmas. I just don't oh, care that man. much. Yeah, I loved that as a kid. Yeah. I don't watch those as much now, but I loved them. That's what I'm saying. It didn't really live. Up. It didn't really hold up for me. I'm just kind of. I guess like you know. I mean, it's still good, but I'm like when I think of Christmas, I'm like I gotta watch Rudolph. I gotta watch Grinch. I gotta watch Santa Claus. <laughs> I gotta watch Home Alone. It's never in that rotation, kind of. But I get uh, that. Man, you know what's weird is like it's weird how like. Um, <laughs> I remember watching the Rudolph as a kid and like thinking that the the girl. Deer was cute. Uh-huh. Isn't that so strange? Like she's like claymation. Hey, and it started like, oh. there for you. For me, it was uh, Space Jam. You know what I'm saying? Space. Oh, whoa, no, no. Because <laughs> they straight up had Lola giving kids the sex eyes, yeah. which is wrong. I was let's see, eight you years know? old when that came out, and man, you want to talk about? Come on, and seen- slam and welcome to the jam. <laughs> Have you seen that meme of Nala from Lion King one going around? Uh huh. No. Well, like, I don't know if you remember, but in Lion King 1, where, where when Simba re-encounters Nala, like, as an adult, like, they, like, roll around or whatever, and then, oh and then like, she realizes that it's him. She gives him the most, like... She gives him the mating you know, eyes. Da- yeah. She gives him, like, the, we're down to clown yeah. eyes. Pulpit and I'm sorcery. like, and the, the, the meme is, like, producers knew what they were doing when they were showing this to kids. Like, that was not some... That is not... <laughs> and, a I mean, well, you know, that's another thing, too. Uh, I mean, what's... I guess kind of fun about growing up in one aspect, at least, is that you notice things in movies you didn't notice as a kid. You did not pick up on. You heard it here first, I never guys. Picked it's up good on to the know- big old giant boner on the Little Mermaid copy, the, the cover, the case, the poster. You know, you'd see. Oh, I never saw. Oh, this, it's like no. when you see the castle in the background; it looks like a giant penis. Oh. But um, I remember, yeah, I remember one time I was listening to a podcast, and the I think it might have been high just going off the rails. I love it. The, 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 well, I was listening to a podcast and Erica was just in earshot oh, no. and, and just some, maybe it was you who mentioned, no, I think it, no, that's what it was. It was our podcast. I was listening to it and Erica was in earshot. Oh, I was just listening to it play back. And, and Josh was like, is that, is that the Resident Evil where it looks like the, the giraffe getting blown? <laughs> and Erica heard it in the earshot and Erica's like, what is he talking about? And I'm like, no, 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 it's a real thing. <laughs> I pulled it up. I pulled it up and it's Thank like the Resident Evil 6 cover. Yeah, and Erica looks at it, and she does not deny it. Tell, <laughs> She's like, like oh, it kind of does. Like, you know Erica's not going to be the one to, like, in her actual own words, be like, that does look like a giraffe. Can you go? <laughs> she looked at it, and she didn't say anything. You knew she was like, yeah, that's just a freaking, that's a full-on Niobe Zoo from Quad Cities. I was looking at that and squinting and going, huh. huh. Yeah. Kind of takes my like, mind. That giraffe, he's, like, giraffe <laughs> looks like he's enjoying it a little. Oh, yeah, Resident Evil 6, that's not good. But Josh, here's the thing. We know we need to get out of here. But we're just in this Christmas vibe and spirit. But let, let me go ahead and say, let's get out of here, Josh. Let's, let's say happy holidays to our listeners. We love you guys. Merry Christmas. Be safe. Enjoy it. 
Um, let us know what you got, what kind of gifts you got, what you gave. We love you guys. Josh, you want to say something? Well, I just got here? silent knighted over here. I love it. Well, you know. <laughs> no, you know no hard feelings. I was just, just trying to that help. That was smooth. No, yeah. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. I forget all the different holidays. F- please forgive me, but, uh, you know, just happy holidays to everybody. And it's I'm, I love that you all are still listening to us, uh, participating in the Discord. And uh, I've been so kind to Brian and I. Really appreciate the support and our nourishment. I'll leave. I'll leave us with this. I'll leave. I'll leave us with this one question for you, Josh. I'll, and I'll leave this for everyone too. But the scenario is handcrafted for you. Um, if somebody, if there was a deal, let's let's say uh, you know, fairy came down and said, "Here's the deal, Josh. You and your whole family do not. You and your family. Uh, she's hideous. Oh, that's but okay. she's magical. But she got a good personality. Yeah. No. Oh. There's nothing redeeming about her except the wish she's about to grant you, okay. which I'm trying to tell you. If you quit interrupting, sorry, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, buddy. Uh, um, the the fairy says you and your whole family do not have to work anymore. All the annual amount of money you guys make, you just continue to make perpetually without working. But your you and your whole family are not allowed to celebrate Christmas anymore. You do it. We have we have infinite money. Did I understand that right? No, not infinite money. Like all the money, like your annual salary and your dad's annual, everyone in your family's annual salary. The money they bring in a year now, they get to keep bringing in perpetually without working oh, ever again. No. If you don't celebrate Christmas, Christmas. got to be able to celebrate Christmas. I figured you couldn't give it no. up, but I knew I thought maybe it'd be something to think no. about. So. But hey, fun question. What would you say? Yeah, I mean, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I'd be more curious about the fairy. Like, where do you come from? I want to go to this enchanted land. Let's hang out. You know, I want to she know all the from, magical creatures. She comes from, she comes from the the Quad City dump. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. I said she's ugly and has no personality. Well, so. maybe it's the first time interacting with a human. I'm the first contact. You know, it's like Star Trek, and and she's not impressed with the first. In, with, if you're her on. first in this impression. Christmas hoodie, sweater. No. Come on now. She no. hears me singing last she's, Christmas. She's Come fatigued on. by you. Are you kidding me? She's fatigued by you. <laughs> She'd be impressed. She'd be like, take, I think everyone's like him. And then she'd be like, she'd come back and she'd go, oh, shit. Not everyone else. Is like, he's one of a kind. He's a, an enigma. You, you know, he's amazing. You take her to Denny's. It's a national Oh, absolutely. They're always open. Always open. Always you know? open. And then she asks for chocolate milk and they don't have Plain it. milk's fine. Yeah. Plain milk's fine. But luckily, luckily her father becomes Santa Claus. Everything's Well, okay. but she knows Judy who makes the best hot cup of co- uh, chocolate. Yeah. I'm going to say cocoa. Yep. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Hot cocoa, yep. hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but then but then uh, you know the mom doesn't believe that he's Santa, so then she gets the cops on him. Oh man! And you got you got me as Neil, just always wearing those Christmas sweaters. <laughs> and he gets a weenie. Yeah. He gets a weenie whistle. <laughs> you got and he'd be like you got Brian, you got Erica, and Josh. Neil. <laughs> yeah, Josh. Yeah. I'll be Neil. Yeah, I got movies. a needle. Can I can I borrow your needle point sweater, Josh? Yeah. Uh, lash out irrationally, so Brian. Yeah. Where did you hear that from, Neil? And then I, I learned go, a lot from Neil. And then you can go on a date with that chick who sings. Uh, I feel like some Christmas. Whoa, 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 whoa. Molly Shannon. I know we're buying. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you date Molly Shannon. I date Molly Shannon. Absolutely. Yeah, I bet you. Would. How old is she now? She's probably like sixty. Doesn't matter to me. But you know who I liked yeah. more? Winnie Crewson, who played the mom in that movie. Uh, of course, beautiful. You know who she reminded me of? Yeah. Evangeline Lilly. But I thought your favorite I thought your favorite was was like Mrs. Claus though. Isn't that your favorite? I gotta give it up to Wendy Cruson. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I do love Elizabeth Mitchell, man, but uh no. Here's what sucks, man. We tried to make this podcast shorter, but now we're just rambling. We could have been covering actual good content. You know what I mean? Merry Christmas and to all a good Merry night. Merry Christmas, guys. 
<laughs> all right, guys. We, we loved having you here, and we hope you all have a great holiday. And as always, thank you for listening to the Sacred Icon Podcast. Keep it sacred. And happy holidays. And Merry Christmas. Josh, you got any other things you want to throw in there before we Love you guys. Here? No, it's got to be something like Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler. No one drives a Chrysler. I got nothing, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here.